The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from but still affiliated with Acunet Mortgage. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage and Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Well, welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian Wickert, the uh, majority owner and president of Acunet Mortgage and also the broker at Acunet Realty Advisors. Uh, joined this morning by my son, David Wickert, as usual. Welcome, David. Good morning, Dad. Uh, and if you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line, which is 414-799-1620. By the way, I just renewed that contract for two years, so if Woo. Any of you other businesses out there thinking, you know, I wonder if Hacking is ever going to give up on that thing. Nope, we got it for another two years. Thank the you, Stephanie. Mortgage talk and text line. Heard it a lot after the ball game last night on Matt Pauly's show. Yeah. It made me feel good. That's good. As I was driving home from the game. <laughs> it was a game worth talking about. Oh, we were there, and it was awesome. All right, so last week in this first segment of the show, we talked about the steps the federal government is taking to shrink its involvement in mortgage finance and how that impacts homeowners and homebuyers right here in Wisconsin. And yeah. just to quickly review those Already existing cutbacks are the income limit for Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's 30-year fixed-rate loan programs for moderate-income Americans has been reduced from $77,300 down to $65,840. Yeah. All right, so you used to get a special that, – that, it's special financing. It's cheaper, it's better, and so fewer people qualify for that now. Yeah. Last week, on Thursday, WIDA – Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority, their income limit was significantly reduced uh, from as much as $111,000 down to that same $65,840 income limit. And in talking with uh, uh, Dave uh, Rouse, who's the executive director, that's probably going to shave off about a third of their business. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, FHA can no longer do a cash out. Uh, over 80% of the value of your home. Yep. All right. It used to be you could borrow up to 85% and take cash out. Well, uh, the new development in this theme of how can the Trump administration further reduce the federal government's involvement came out as expected, as we talked about. Yeah. Uh, this past week, the United States Treasury Department issued a pithy little 54-page report that I have digested mm -hmm. and I'm ready to share with you, David, and... Um, and if I sound a little jacked up, it's because I've had three cups of coffee to, in order to Brace get this yourself. all done this morning. Yeah, uh, And it's a series of recommendations that they divided into two camps. One, they said, these are our suggestions for Congress. <laughs> you can lump that into this ain't going to happen no. for sure before the 2020 election cycle. Correct. All right. So those are but just... But they were still nice enough to recommend it. That's right. But yeah. you can ignore those. And then the second category is what they call administrative, which means... We can do this. With nobody's permission. You're right. This is executive branch stuff. And who's the head of the Federal Housing Finance Agency, David? Mark Calabria. That's right. And he is not afraid to do stuff. Correct. And so I am predicting that these administrative suggestions are going to happen. Yeah. And I'm going to say that most of them are going to happen by the end of this year. For sure, they'll happen before the election. Wow. And the bottom line, you said it, David. What is the upshot of this report? Fewer people are going to be able to afford to buy homes in America with the utilization of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac as a backstop. Or I'm going to say it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say yes. It's 
it's going to get more expensive for certain types of borrowers and situations to borrow. So the takeaway is, hey, if you're thinking about doing something, do it now. Rates are low. And now we've got this kind of regulatory Democles sword. Wow. Yeah, you like Let that? Let me go to Google. That's a reference to some Greek god that, you know, it's hanging over your head. That's the proverbial uh, hanging over your head. So here's the immediate list of things that I think uh, Mark Calabria is going to do sooner rather than later. And this is a quote from the report. And they're talking about how we, we're going to preserve the 30-year fixed rate so we can all relax and say the government's on board, that we're going to help keep this thing that everybody in America has come to take for granted, Yes, the beloved 30-year fixed rate loan. Which is another word for affordability. Stability. Peace of mind. Okay. And so they, that, they comment that shorter-term fixed rate mortgage loans, which the report specifically cites as 20-year, 15-year, and 10-year fixed, and adjustable rate mortgages, which are called ARMS, do not depend to the same, same extent, if at all, on Fannie and Freddie Mac's guarantee. Uh, and the GSE, GSE is a term government-sponsored enterprise that you can use to encompass both Fannie and Freddie. And the GSE's current role in the market for cash-out refinances, investor loans, meaning non-owner-occupied, yep, and vacation homes, uh, vacation home loans might not align with the core purposes of government support. Mm. Mm. Given these considerations, Treasury and the FHFA, that's Fannie and Freddie's uh, governing body, should solicit information on whether to tailor support for cash-out refinancing. They've already decided. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to solicit. I'd like everybody to pretend like we haven't decided, but we've decided. And there's more. Yeah. And higher principal balance loans. Mm. Okay. So I'm saying cash-out refinances are gone or further restricted. Buying a rental property, why should we help you with that? Uh, vacation homes, hey, fantastic. You're on your own. Yeah. Over to the private sector. And then the other thing, in high-cost areas, which are mainly in like California and New York, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac right now will buy a loan up to $726,525. That's going to get shot back. In Wisconsin and Illinois and Minnesota and Florida, where we lend, it's $484,350. We'll be lucky if they just leave that alone. I predict that they will. So it's it's going to shrink. All right, when we come back, I want to tell you about one other thing that's going to happen, not this year, but for sure in 2021, that it will make it harder to buy a home. We'll cover that. And you are listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. Thank you for the Dave Matthews comeback. Oh, music, there you go, by the Dave Matthews. Yeah. I'm like, who is that again? Yeah, cool. All right, so um, if you've got a question or comment, you can call or text us on the Academic Mortgage Talk or Text Line, Talk and Text Line, which is 414-799-1620. So before the 2008, so let's call it 2012, mortgage crisis, which almost caused the entire global economy to collapse, uh, Fannie Mae uh, went from a minimum down payment of 5%. And then they went to 3% down. That was called the Flex 97. Mm. And then they said, you know, why stop there? Let's let people finance 100% of their home purchase. And that was called the Flex 100. Because mm. so those prices were just going up and up and up That's and up. right, 0% yeah. down. Then after the crisis and the government took over, they said, you know, let's calm down here. And they took it back to 5%. Yeah. Then I think about five years ago, 
Fanny was the first one to come on and say, let's help first-time home buyers, and we'll relax that standard to 3% down. Yeah. Okay. So right now in America, you can put 3% down on a half a million dollar home, yeah. and there is no income limit. Yep. Okay. So this is this falls into the category of, I think this is going to happen right away as well. Um, and I forgot about it. So So here it is. The report that the Treasury Department came out with said, hey, uh, Fannie and Freddie and your regulator, the FHFA, you guys should talk with the folks over at FHA, the Federal Housing Administration, mm. and you should figure out, like, who's really responsible for these low down payment loans? Because FHA allows 3.5% down. Correct. Right now, Fannie and Freddie will allow 3% down if one of the home buyers uh, is a first-time buyer, which means you have not owned a home in the last three years. And there's no income limit. You could make $250,000 a year yeah. and just put 3% down. So I predict Fannie and Freddie will shortly be rolling back to 5% down. Or more. I, and you know what the carve-out will probably be? Is for the uh, moderate income programs <clears throat> where the income limit is now $65,840 in southeastern Wisconsin. All right, mm. but that's not all. In the category of the future of mortgage lending is going to be tougher. Uh, right now, there's this thing called the QM patch. Qualified mortgage. Yeah, qualified mortgage. So back <clears throat> after the financial crisis and the Dodd-Frank Act came out and said, you know what's a safe mortgage, which we will call a qualified mortgage in America? It's one, where, among other things, you verified, Mr. Mortgage Lender, that the borrower can afford to pay back the mortgage, which means that their debt-to-income ratio is no higher than 43%. Let me tell you what that means. If you've got a household making 10 grand a month, yeah. that means the total of your principal interest taxes, insurance, mortgage insurance, um, and then any car payments, loans, leases, student loans, credit card debts, that cannot total more than 4,300. Yeah. That's how you get to a 43% debt to income ratio. But in the legislation, they said, if Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac's underwriting system says that it's still a good risk, you can go ahead and do it even if the debt-to-income ratio is over 43%. Yeah. So right now, David, at Acunet Mortgage, what is the maximum debt-to-income ratio that we have seen approved for a Fannie Mae Freddie Mac loan? 50, 5, 0. Uh, 49.9. Yeah. I think if you actually hit 50, it, til it <laughs> yeah. tilts. Yeah. Okay. In 2013, the percentage of purchase money mortgages that had a debt-to-income ratio over 43%, but that were still approved by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac was 16%. Yeah. What do you think it was in 2018? 40. 32%. So it doubled. So it doubled. So roughly a third of the purchase money mortgages are above that 43% level. Now that uh, QM patch, as it's called, that allows people to borrow more, more than 43% on their debt-to-income ratio, that expires in 2021. So I predict that this will not take... They're know, going to let you borrow less money. That's right. Or, or you leverage less of your income to borrow more money. That's right. So that's going to impact a third of home buyers. Geez, I wonder what that's going to do to home prices. Mm. All right, well... Good thing you have home sale numbers to talk about next. That's right. <laughs> Let's talk about that. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Uh, Ray from Illinois texted in wondering where he, too, could read this pithy little report from the United States Treasury. And the answer is 
home.treasury.gov. So I think if I just typed in treasury.gov, and it's right there in the right-hand column of things that were announced this week by the Treasury. All right, so speaking of home sales, great news uh, for southeastern Wisconsin. Uh, well, mortgage lending criteria are as loose as they are. Uh, Single-family detached home sales were up 2.7% compared to a year ago in hmm. August. There were 51 more uh, single-family detached homes that sold in the five-county metro Milwaukee area, bringing that total to 1,923 homes. By the way, that's even more than what sold in July of last year. Kind of interesting. And the median sales price, whoa, this is the highest I think I've ever seen, uh, 256600 that's wow. up a whopping 10.6% from a year ago. That does not mean that every house is worth 10% more. Mm -hmm. It means that the mix of homes that sold this August had prices that were 10.6% higher than the mix of homes that sold last year. So it's not an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. Year-to-date, uh, there have been 3% fewer home sales actually closed in the five-county metro area. Uh, that's 388 fewer homes so the grand total of and these are home sales facilitated by members of the national association of realtors because mm -hmm. those are the ones that get reported in the mls so not included in this bunch are listed for sale by owner for sale by owner that's right and um so twelve thousand four hundred and thirty one homes have sold and the average median price i should say year to date is 240 Flipping over to condo land, uh, I think we have a more distinct shortage of condos for sale. And I think that's you know, higher demand from baby boomers like your mother and I. Mm. Uh, August condo sales were down 7.2%, which is only 29 condos. Yeah. Uh, the median price there, 178500 That's up 8% from August a year ago. Listings were uh, down 4.5%. Did I say listings for single family? I don't think no. I did. Listings for single family homes year to date were down 4.5% in August, but only down 1.5% for year to date. So, oh, my prediction, uh, by the way, and talking with some real estate agents, is that the home buying season is going to be extended. And, sure. and that's because of the lack of supply over the summer, right? So if you were shopping this summer and you didn't get a house under contract, you're probably still looking. Yeah, what do you care if it's September or October? Well, you probably the people who care the most are people with kids in school. Yeah. You know, but if I'm just kind of looking at, I, I think we're going to have better than normal, usually in September, or let's just say last year, we went from about 1,900 home sales, and then through seasonality, that drops to about 1,500, okay? And I'm predicting that I think September is going to be better, just because I think demand is high and supply is okay. Mm -hmm. Now, when we come back after the news, I think you are going to be shocked at how fast homes are selling, at least those that closed in August, uh, because it is the fastest I've seen uh, lickety split in the in the uh, five county Milwaukee metropolitan area, and you know, and, and that just goes to show. You, I am it always is a tale of two markets, right? There's the affordable home prices. I'm going to say that's under four or five hundred thousand, depending on what market you're in. Yeah, right. Yeah, that could be the total upper end of the market in Sheboygan. Yes, but um, you know, in Brookfield, that's kind of middle of the road. Mm -hmm. So those are going like hotcakes. And then the ones, I'll try to do some research here during the news and figure out. Um, Just to, 
to circle back on our first two segments because you had me look up the FHA limit. Oh yeah. Well, just as a reference point, the limit on an FHA loan is three twenty seven seven fifty in Waukesha, Milwaukee County. So for those folks looking to buy a half million dollar home, you might be limited. Right, by the if, FHA limit. If the mortgage world starts to look different and Correct. how that affects home values. Yep, yep, yep. So if you're forced out of that Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, 3% down bucket, it's like, hey, you got to have 5% down now, and you go, well, I don't have it. Yeah. Remember that mom and dad, grandmas and grandpas are, and I predict, oh. will still continue oh, okay. to be, although they could shrink that too, but I, I, I think they'll still allow that. The gift. Uh, is you can have all that money can come from a gift. And uh, but I think what we're going to see is that some homebuyers are going to be shifted out of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for the super low down payment of three percent into FHA, and that means a lower loan amount. Yeah. Three twenty-seven is the maximum FHA versus four hundred eighty-four thousand three fifty. That's a big difference. Yeah, it is a big difference. All right, it's time for the news. When we come back, I want to tell you a little bit more about home sales, and then also got a story about a jumbo refinancer. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right. Um, we were talking about home sales, and in August, I was impressed at how fast homes are selling. These are single-family detached homes in the five-county Milwaukee metropolitan area. The average... Can I guess? Yeah. Because you haven't told me. How many days? From? Mm, there are 1,923 mm, home sales. 24 all five, days. Well, wow, you're more optimistic. That's 28 days. And so... I was off by four days. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. But you're, 28 days from when they stick the for sale sign in to when they have a... Accepted offer. Yeah. No okay. Way. So in, in that same category... It, broken down by municipality at 28 days on average. And these are only uh, municipalities that have at least 10 sales. So I'm not throwing in ones with Sorry, North Lake. Okay, so 10. So Glendale, Brown Deer, Brookfield, all are tied in what I'm calling ninth place. Oh, man. You're at, telling me that Brookfield homes are taking 28 days to sell? Remember, there are some at six, seven, eight hundred thousand, okay. and those oh, are okay. you know all languishing, right, right? Right, right? Then in eighth place, you got Vernon, Oconomowoc, and Hartford, all at 27 days. At your predicted 24-day pace, you've got a plethora of contestants here: Racine, Pewaukee, Oak Creek, Franklin, and Bayside. Hmm. Then at 23 days, Whitefish Bay and Greenfield at 21 days. In sole fifth place is Menominee Falls, former world headquarters of Accident Mortgage for our first two years. Oh, yeah. And then tied at 17, we've got a gaggle of municipalities in fourth place where it's only taken 17 days, two weeks and three days on average to get an accepted offer are West Dallas, Waukesha, New Berlin, Greendale, Germantown, Delafield, and Cudahy. In sole third place, Wauwatosa, 91 sales with an average number of days taking to get an accepted offer of just 14. Mm. And then you've got South Milwaukee at 13, tied with Burlington also at 13 days. And in the number one position last month, Jackson, huh. up there in Washington County, with only seven days. That's on 15 sales. Seven. So oh, something okay. going like hotcakes up there in Jackson. Seven days. That is a torrid pace of sales so what does that mean that means you got to put your best foot forward when you're making that offer and i was just coaching the daughter of a long long time customer of ours looking at that condo in wauwatosa yeah right on state street and at um 
you know, pointing out to her that every thousand dollars more she pays for that condo costs her exactly three dollars and seventy eight cents. So blow them away with a price. Right, right. So, you know, you can afford to write a few grand over the asking price. Yeah. And and then also because she had a lot of money saved up coaching her to, hey, write that offer with twenty five percent down. Yeah. Even though it is better for her because she qualifies for one of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's current affordable house, affordable 30 year fixed rate loan programs. Nice. She's way better off putting down 19.5%. Ah. Ah, because it's a condo. And, you know, one of the little details that we know in mortgage lending, but that the average person doesn't know, is that you get creamed, you get penalized for putting less than 25% down on a condo. Because they're more risky. That's right. Compared to a uh, single-family detached home, unless you qualify for the special home-ready 30-year fixed rate, in which case, if your credit score is 680 or higher and you put less than 20% down, all those negative pricing problems disappear. (laughs) So you're saying that the details matter. Oh, my God. they, They matter a lot. Yeah. Um, Do you know if she got the accepted offer yet? I don't. Okay. I should text her buyer's agent and see if they did get that. She was going to go see it on Thursday. Cool. Um, so it's what I'm saying is yep. all the details matter when you're writing that offer. And why not put the really smart folks from Accident Mortgage, right? Because you wouldn't think, you know, if, if a person said, oh, you're telling me to put 19% down? Yeah. That's what I'm going to put on my pre-approval letter. Uh, and that's what I'm going to put on my offer. No, 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 no. Let's... Put down, you know, make your offer look the best. And you've got, hey, I verified especially when you, Especially when listings are going in, you know, one week or two weeks right. or three weeks. That's exactly the whole point. Um, and then we also, I was talking with the buyer's agent about, okay, maybe you want to give them some wiggle room on the appraisal contingency. Yeah. Right? Because it's okay. that What we are good at is helping people understand what little impact there is by overpaying a little bit on purpose. It's like it's people are just paralyzed because they think it's a sin or something. You, you can't afford to be boilerplate when yeah. it's this hot a market. Right. Because this this place was like in the 250 price range, yeah. and that is hot, hot, hot yeah. in the Tosa area. All right, when we come back, let's pick up on the story of the couple uh, looking to refinance uh, a $750,000 mortgage. And we'll quickly review what were their choices and why they picked what they picked. We'll cover that when we come back. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Expert advice on buying a home. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. I've got two refinance stories I just thought of, David. Okay. So the first one Why is... Why are rates low? Yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and so this is a, a fella by way of introduction from one of our longtime friends in the Chicago area. So this is a Chicago area a homeowner who owns a lovely, one of these three-story brown brick classic row homes mm. in yeah, yeah, Chicago, yeah. right? In the city of Chicago itself. Now, it's not attached on either side, so it's a genuine single-family detached. Hmm. Could have been a single-family attached, right? Yeah. But it is a single-family detached, three stories tall. And so he wants to borrow some money to remodel the third floor. He's already remodeled the first and second floor. Mm-hmm. So even though he's taking cash out, he still has such enormous equity and the pricing is so good we were able to give them 3.5 percent on a 30-year fixed rate loan with not just no points but 
$418 of total loan costs. That is free money. That is free money. So he's going to get about $183,000 to help him do his remodeling. Wow. And his monthly payment's only going up 400 bucks. So that's not bad. No. For borrowing 100 Especially when you're investing that back into the property. Correct. Correct. So, um, so tie that together with the first segment of our program, Dave. Yeah. Uh, it might be that in the near future, he wouldn't be allowed to do that. That's on a, right. Or he, if he wanted to do a cash-out refinance, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac would say, no, thank you. Right. So he would likely have to go to a bank or credit union. Or Acunet. We, we, would, we would have to have a non-Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac alternative yeah, yeah, for him a private and i predict that we would have probably ended up giving him an adjustable rate mortgage so this is you know once you get shoved out of fannie mae and freddie mac yeah. this is a prime example of somebody who i think will shortly be ineligible yeah to do a cash out refinance and no fault of his own it's just the rules are going to change yeah, that's right on... that's right so he'd either have to go with a non-fannie mae freddie mac 30-year fixed rate which equals higher rate mm -hmm. Or an adjustable rate mortgage. And the reason I say in his case he would have gone adjustable is uh, the gentleman is 68 years old and had noted to me how much his taxes are going up. Joy. Uh, in Chicagoland. Right. So I said, well, how long are you really going to stay there anyway? So that's why in his case, an adjustable rate mortgage would have made sense. Um, okay. So, and what so, about your other story? Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going next. So the other story is also on the upper end of the market. Uh, People have a $750,000 mortgage balance, and so I gave them these choices. And now this is in Minnesota. So remember, we lend, you know this, David, in uh -huh. Wisconsin, Illinois, Minnesota, and Florida. And in the great state of Minnesota, uh, you've got a, they have an extra tax, kind of like Florida. Yeah, oh, you want to get a mortgage? Yeah, transfer, not a transfer tax. tax. No, it's not uh, a transfer What is it? It's uh, a mortgage tax. It's a we need revenue tax. That's right. And so on a $750,000 loan, there is an additional $1,800. For the privilege. That goes to Hennepin County. Yeah. Uh, for doing a new mortgage. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they need the money. Mm -hmm. All right, so on top of that, the one choice was, hey, pay that $1,800 non-recoverable to the government plus $2,124 uh, of actual loan costs, and that's because title insurance is more expensive in Minnesota sure. than it is in Wisconsin or Illinois. And so the grand total, I call it economic friction, of getting that loan was $4,000. Mm -hmm. And for that, they would be reducing their payment by $263. So let's call that door number one. Would mm -hmm. you rather, would you like to pay $4,000 in order to save $263 a month compared to your current mortgage? What's the payback on that, David? 15 months. Correct. 1.3 years. Yeah. Or door number two. So, and that was, by the way, a three and a quarter uh, rate on a 10-year adjustable rate mortgage. So interest rate fixed for 10 years, hmm. which is what they have now, by the way. Okay, but and they get a so, fresh 10. Right, we're reducing their rate from 3.875 on three quarters of a million down to three and a quarter in that option. Win. Yep, and then the uh, other alternative is a slightly higher rate, 3.375, which would lower their payment by 211 bucks. Okay. So that's 52 bucks less savings per month. Yeah. But in that case, you only need to pay the total economic friction, including that tax from the government, Thirteen hundred and fifty. So difference in closing costs of six hundred and fifty bucks. No, sorry, two thousand six hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, 
for a reduction in savings of um, $52. What's the break even on that? Four and a half years almost. That's right. What do you think they picked? The higher cost, lower rate. That's right. It, which Not me. And these are... Not uh, David, not Brian, but that's fine. It's a long time to wait. But they were looking... This is all about perspective. They were looking at this from the lens of how long does it take me to recoup my closing costs compared to my current payment? Oh, and okay. so they looked at it and said, you know what? 1.3 years, that's pretty fast. We think we're going to be here for, I don't know, seven or eight. So that's a great return on investment. It's just that they're not going to reap that additional benefit yeah. compared to the low-cost option until about four years. Yeah. So, uh, whatever, however you however like you your like steak. Yeah. All right. When we come back, let's just talk a little bit about where mortgage rates are and where they're headed. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Helping you find a place to call home. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. So I've, I've got a couple of customers. One fellow who we locked in on a refinance, again, a jumbo uh, loan uh, on that same 10-1 arm product. And then I think we locked him in on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the 10-year treasury yield was going down. And so he keeps texting me, oh, 10-year treasury is going down. Is the rate going down on that? You know, no. No. Okay. So then finally on Thursday and Friday, the 10-year treasury yield actually went up yeah. from like 1.46 up to one buck, buck 60. 1. 1.6. So I, then I took the pleasure of emailing him the snippet that said, see, rates don't always go in the same direction. Plus, I had explained to him that 10-year uh, treasury yields and mortgage rates do not move in lockstep. Yeah. Okay. Are they sympathetic to one each other? Do they generally move in the same direction? Yeah, but not you know basis point for basis point, mm -hmm. not not tit for tat, and and that's just because there are a lot more investors in the world that would rather own treasuries Correct. than would want to own mortgages. That's one reason. So um, some of the news that affected uh, interest rates, David, you were saying that uh, the Chinese. The, trade people they agreed that they're going to meet yeah okay so just that whiff of hey we're going to get together in october yeah caused interest rates to go up a little correct bit. um then we had the friday jobs report which is usually a big mover and shaker uh, or can be of interest rates and i object to the headlines that were written i'm looking at the one from the wall street journal on saturday morning that says global slowdown hits jobs growth Clickbait. And, and that's, yeah, clickbait. And that's because um, there were 130,000 new jobs created by the U.S. economy, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, in August. And the unemployment rate held steady at 3.7%. Yeah. Well, you know, sure, the average of new job creation is now down to like 150. But my point that I just said to you during the commercial break was there are no more workers. Correct. You know, now now the report did say, and I love this, right, that the prime working age uh, participation rate is 82.6%. Wow. Uh, that's up from 82% in July. So I like it. Hey, get more people off the sidelines and working. Why is that great? Well, it creates tax revenue. Yeah. Right? You get more people, you know, contributing to the welfare of the country and earning more income and therefore stimulating the economy. Mm -hmm. But they're just, to me, there just are not enough workers. 
And so how can you keep creating 200 or 250,000 new jobs if there's nobody to hire? That's, uh, you know the answer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right, anyway. All right, so where did we end up uh, with interest rates here this week? On a $200,000 loan with 25% equity and all the other right stuff, 3.625% with an APR of 3.65, just $900 in cost. All right, but that's awesome. up a little bit from last week. But you could still get the three point. What was the Freddie Mac rate this week? Three, three and a half. Three and a half with, with a half, half a point. point. That's been kind of stuck there for a while. Yep. Part of the other problem is that the pipelines, pipelines of, yep. of the mortgage industry are filled to the gunnels, which is a some sort of a I thing looked on a up ship. the Socrates or whatever. Anyway. Oh, Democles sword. Yeah, anyway, it's a real thing. What is he the god of? I don't know. Some I warrior. Think, okay. Sure. Anyway, um, yeah, the factories are full, folks. So there's no incentive for all the big players in the mortgage industry to pass along any savings, right? Because they're Correct. at capacity. You know what I thought was interesting? The, there was an article uh, from friend of the show, Nick Timoreo, oh, on the yeah. Wall Street Journal, telegraphing, like explicitly telegraphing, hey, Fed is gonna, the Federal Reserve is going to cut oh, rates yeah. by another quarter, and the market did nothing. Well, Thus proving it's it, already baked in. That's right. That's right. So, so that's that's the ad, the 60-second ad I have running right now. Yeah. Talks about opportunity is staring you right in the face, homeowners. Yeah. And, uh, and you're thinking, well, I heard the Fed's going to cut, so I'm going to wait. Well, yeah. that's what everybody did in August. Yeah. And so now the was CME, Commodities, something exchange company. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Mercantile Exchange, thank you. They keep this thing called the Fed Funds Futures Rate Predictor, and it predicts a... Uh, 91% odds they'll cut. Uh, oh, either a half or a That's quarter? That's a quarter. Okay, yeah. what about for a half? Not on the board. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So there's 9% chance that they're going to keep it the same yep. and 91% that they're going to cut. Yes. So it's already baked into the cake, folks. That, and if you were, were not tuned in earlier in the show, um, the Trump administration is on a tear. The warpath. Warpath to shrink the footprint of Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. And I'm saying I think they're going to take away cash out refinances and financing for investment homes and vacation homes. Literally overnight, if they want Right, to. right. And I think it's going to happen by the end of the year. Because they're saying, well, let's get some input on this, which means, okay, we'll, we'll let you comment on that, and then we're going to do what we're going to do. Yeah. Certainly by early next year. Uh, and then the other thing is that the uh, housing market is still tight, and if you want to compete to win, you need the best team. And we think that includes a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval from Acunet. You can get started with your refinance or a rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval to buy. All you got to do is click on the blue button at accunet.com. We do not have a show next week, so we'll see you back here in two weeks. That's because of a noon Packer game. You've been listening to the Accident Mortgage and Realty Show on Wisconsin's radio station, WTMJ. The proceeding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the Accunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accunet Mortgage and Accunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Good Karma Brands Milwaukee, LLC.